Ketubot af Memvav, the last thing we're discussing, a person's Motsi Shemra, he gets Makot no matter what, but there is a Mahloket in regards to when he pays. According to Tanakama, he pays no matter what. According to Rabbi that's only if he was boil her, and then he was lying, then he pays. And we saw that their Mahloket is like Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov and Rabbanan. And we have a different Rabbi that says where he always gets Makot. So Rav Nachman by Yitzhak explained that's only Makat Mardu, that's for being rebellious. And Rav Papa says, no, that's the fine. And the fine is called Makot. We saw in, in, by Arachin that sometimes when a person pays money, it also counts as Makot. And with that, we're starting Memvav Amud Aleph, eight lines in, by the Tanura Banan in the middle of the line. Tanura Banan. The Pasuk says by a Motsi Shemra, Ve'aneshu Otoriyar Panishim, Zemamon, the Rasha that you punish him with money, Ve'iseru means Zemalkut, Makot, you hit him. So now, Bishlama, I understand Ve'aneshu Zemamon, how punishment is with money, Dekhti Ve'aneshu Otomeachesef, Venatenu Laavia Naara. So you see, it says Aneshu, Kesef, I get it. And how do I learn that Veiseru means you give him a kot? So Amar Abhu, we have a long drashad because Lamanu, it says Yiseru by Motsi Shemra, where we learn from Yiseru by Ben Soremore. Veiseru by Ben Soremore has the word Mi Ben, has the word Ben Soremore. And we're going to take that Ben because they both have the word Yiseru, we're going to, we're going to put that word Ben also by Motsi Shemra. It's good. So Motsi Shema is going to have an imaginary Ben. And we're going to learn Uben Mi Ben. We're going, to, we're going to have that imaginary Ben from Motsi Shema. And we're going to learn it from Ben, from Vihayaim Bin Hakot Rasha, the words Bin. So one long Drasha. And that's how we know that the Viseru means Makot also by Motsi Shema. A little bit out there. But that's uh, the way they're, they're Doresh, one from another. So the Gemara says, "Azharan amotzi shemram inalan." How do we know that there's a warning? Meaning, you don't punish him unless you gave him a warning before. So the real Azharan amar milote lechrachil. You're not allowed to go from one place to another saying not nice things about someone. Rabbi Natan Omer mevenishmarta mikol avara. You have to be careful from doing something bad. The Rabbi Lazar, the Rabbi Lazar, who learned it from Lot El Rachil, might Amalo Amar Mehai, wasn't he learned from Venishmata Mikola Vara? So he'll explain because I only buy it I need Venishmata Mikola Vara, Lech Dribi Penhas Benyair. Because he said Venishmata Mikola Vara, Mikan Amar Bip in Has Benyair, Ali Arena Dam Bayom, a person cannot think of doing an Avera during the day. They have all the day to Mabalalan, it's going to become Tame at night. So, Verbi Natan, who learns from Vimishmatam, he called Avara. My Ta'ama, Lo Amar Mehai, why doesn't he learn from Lot El Echrachil Ba'amecha? So, he'll explain because Ahu, Lot El Echrachil, is an Azharal de Betin. This is really a warning to the Betin. It shouldn't be uh, soft with this person, hard on this person. Rach, Rachil, has the same language as she says. It comes from the same Shoresh, Rach, Rach. Okay, let's say. A person didn't tell the Aidim, come testify for me in Betin. And they're coming to Betin on their own. And they're saying that uh, this uh, woman was Mezana when she was in uh, Meoras. And then they end up finding that these guys were liars. Who, and all okay, he doesn't get Makot. doesn't pay the hundred Selaim either. She and the witnesses who were found false, they end up getting a Sekila. Her and the witnesses? Uh, how does that make sense? How could you think that? Ella, rather, what does it mean? Oh, he, 
or her, or the false witnesses, so now, Tama, what's the reason the husband doesn't have to get the, uh, the makot or the, the fine? Because he didn't tell the witnesses, come and testify. But if he did tell them, testify. Even if he didn't pay them, he would still be hayav to pay the fine and get the makot. This goes against Rebiudah. The Motsi Shemra is not hayav, the makot, the knas, until he hires the idim. And my Tamad Rebuda, what's Rebuda's reason? Amar Abu Atya Sima Sima, Yazigra Shavav Sima, Kitiv Hacha, over here it says Vesam, La Lotevarim, he puts bad things about Ruchtivatam, Lotesimun Alav Neshach, don't place on him Neshach, Mala Alan Mamon, the same way by Rebit, it's money. Afkan, same thing over here by Motsi Shemra, it has to be something that was done with Mamon, with money, it means he hired the Idim. And Amar of Nahman by its Hak, Vechentanir of Yosef Sidoni, he comes from Tzidon. They learned in the Bemidash of Rabbi Shimon Ben-Yohai. They have the Gzrash Sheva of Sima Sima that has to be with money. So Rabbi Yirmiyah asks a question. Let's say he hired them not with cash, but he hired them with land. He gave them a piece of land. Now what will be the halacha there? Let's say there's less than Shavit Pruta and you can't learn that because by Rabbit, if you put less than Shavit Pruta, it's not Rabbit. So it's not even considered money. Let's say both of them, you hired both of them with just a pruta. Ma, what would be the halacha? Meaning, it would be half a pruta, this one, half a pruta, this one, what would be the halacha? Does it combine or not? And Ba'ira Vashen asks more questions. Let's say they got married, they got divorced, and now they got married again, and he now gets upset and he says, You weren't a bit of the first time around. Mahu. Or let's say the Yabam gets up and says, uh, when you were married to my brother, you weren't uh, a betula. So you have so many questions. Let's at least get one answer. This person and not the Yabam, meaning only this person can make a claim, not the Yabam, no one else. Now last Amud Towards the end, we said with the Tanur Banan, Motsi Shemra uh, gets Makot and he gives a uh, hundred Sela. Arbi Uda says he gets Makot, but he only pays if he was Boel or not. And we said there is the same Mahlokat as Rebili, Aiza bin Yaakov and Rabbanan. So now let's get into that Mahlokat. What is exactly the Mahlokat Rebili, Aiza bin Yaakov and Rabbanan? So my Rabbanan, my Rebili, Aiza bin Yaakov, the Tanya. What exactly is the process of Hotsat uh, Shemra? So, Balde Betin, guy comes to Betin, Vamar Ploni, and this person tells uh, the, the father, I was with your daughter, I didn't see Betulim. If there is Aidim that she was Mizana after engagement, then then she has uh, at least her Ktuba, which is 100 Mane. The Gemara doesn't understand him. Yes, Aidim she's in Tatahtav Yeshla Ktuba Mane. You tell me if there's Aidim that she was Mezana with them. She has a Ktuba, it's only one Mane. But Sekilahi, she's supposed to get Sekila. What do you mean she's, she's going to get paid? So the Gemara explains. Hachi Kamar. Yes, Aidim she's in Tatahtav Biskila. If there's Aidim that she was Mezana when she was engaged to him, then she gets Kila. Zinta Meikara. But if let's say she was Mezana way before that, then Yeshla Ktuba Mane. She at least gets one Mane. Tanakama holds if a person is with a girl thinking that she's a betula and ends up she was a, a be'ula, then uh, you, you give her 100 mane, we don't say mekahta'ut. Nimtsa she shemra eno shemra. 
let's say we found out that this man is lying. His claim in Betin is a lie. Or let's say his witnesses are false, whatever it is. He gets his makot, he has to pay 100 sela. Ben Baal or Ben Lo Baal, whether he was with her or not, he has to pay. This makot and knas is only Elak She Baal. That's only if he was actually with her. So now the Gemara asks, I understand, according to Rabbi Ezeb and Yaakov, the Pasuk says, He was with her and he hated her and he made up stuff. Okay, he was with her and he didn't find Betulim. Okay, it sounds like from the Pasuk that he was with her. Okay, you, they hold that you have to pay get makot even if uh, he wasn't with her. My uba eleha vaikravela. What do you do with those words? Ba eleha vaikravela. It sounds like they were together. So the Mara explains. Rabbanan will explain those words as uba eleha baalilot. He's going to come there, meaning with claims. Vaikravela bidvarim, meaning he got close to her just by speaking to her. And uh, just by, you know, speaking, uh, you know, maybe they were, you know, they were discussing their past and they found out that, uh, oh, maybe she was Mizana and then that's where he's coming, but he wasn't actually with her. That's the way Rabbanan would put it together. Again, Bishlam, I understand the coin to Rabbi Eze ben Yaakov, who says, you're not, I have Makot or Knas until they were together. Okay, understand, he says, I didn't find Betulim. So Rabbanan, what do you do with that Pasuk? It says, you didn't find Betulim. What do you do with that? So the Gemara explains that Rabbanan would say, Kashre Betulim. I didn't find for your daughter witnesses that saying she was kosher against these witnesses who are saying she's not kosher. Okay, Bishlam Adar Bila Eze Ben Yaakov, I get it. According to Bila Ben Yaakov, Hainu Dikhti Ve'edle Betule Biti. The father shows the Bachit and says, This is the Betulin of my daughter. Ela Rabbanan, my Ve'edle Betule Biti. But according to Rabbanan, what do you do with that Pasuk? The Gma answers again, Rabbanan would explain, that the father is saying, these witnesses are here, are here to say that my daughter was kosher. Okay, they showed the, the simla, they showed the, the bed sheet, they showed the, the, uh, the gown. Rabbanan, what do they do with that pasuk? So, Amar Abu, Paresu, Mashesam, La. Bet Din has to open up the entire claim. They have to explain everything to her like a new gown. The husband and the father's witnesses come. They come to Bet and they clarify the entire situation like a new gown. says, No, you got to look at the basuk as is. Simla mamash. I have to show the actual simla. And we're talking about real betulin. And they were together. Now, Shalach Rabbi Yitzhak bar Rabbi Yaakov bar Giyure Mishemid Rabbi Yohanan. He sent them when he went from Eretzel to Babel. Af agav shalom atzinu b'chol Torah kula shechela katu ben bi'ah kedarka. Lebi'ah shalom kedarka. Even though anything has to do with bi'ah, the Torah never differentiated. There's no difference between the regular way of doing bi'ah or the bi'ah shalom kedarka. For getting hit and uh, punishments. When it comes to Motsi Shemra, there is a difference between Biakidaka, the usual way of doing Bia, and Biakidaka. Why? He is not Hayav unless he was with her, Shilokidaka, not the usual way. But then he's going to say that I didn't find Betulim from the usual way. 
And the Gemara asks, Keman, who did Rabbi Yohanan, who does he hold like? Ike Rabbanan, if he holds like Rabbanan, then Afagav de Lobaal, even if they weren't even boiled, doesn't make a difference of Kedaka or Lokedaka. And Ike Rabbi Leezer ben Yaakov, Idi ve'idi kedraka ba'inan. Both of them, we need the, the usual way. That's the way he wants. In order for there to be any punishment, makot, anything, that has to be the regular bi'ah. Rather, the Gemara clarifies. What do you really mean to say? The ba'ila and the claim have to be bekedraka. Exactly like Rabbi Yitzhak ben Yaakov. Next Mishnah. A father has the rights to his daughter when she's a ktana or na'ara, he could be mekadesher and he gets the bekesef, bishtar, however he wants, he could be mekadesher, he could get the, send her off, get the money, get the shtar, he could send her off to, to have a bi'ah, all that he's allowed. Zakai bim and if she finds anything, he has the rights to it. said, and if she goes to work and she gets money, it's his. and if she makes a vow, he could nullify the vow. Kabel et gita, and he accepts her get if she's a ktana. perot and let's say she gets uh, an inheritance from, let's say, her grandfather, her mother's father. So let's say. Uh, her grandfather died with no kids except her mother. She, her mother gets an inheritance. And let's say her mother died. Now that inheritance goes to her. The father can't touch any of the fruits. Niset, once she got married, the husband has one up over the father that he gets to eat the fruits of that land that she inherited while she's alive. Not only that, now he has to feed her. And if anything happens, like she's taken into captivity, he has to redeem her. And he has to bury her if she dies. He has to pay for the whole Hebra Kadisha and funeral stuff. And Rabbi Uda Omer, even if a poor person is burying his wife, the least he could do is hire two guys on the flute, two flute players to make people uh, sad, and uh, a lady who eulogizes. And the Gemara starts. The father has the right to be Mekadesh's daughter and take the money. How do we know that? Because the Pasuk says, Now this Pasuk is talking about a Ktara who was sold as a maidservant, as an Amaivriya to someone. Her father sold her and he gets to keep the money. And what do we understand? That when she goes out from her, her master, whenever she's finished working for her master, she goes out and there's no money. And the, the famous drasha is in kesef laadon There's no money to this master when she leaves. Ve'yesh kesef laadon But there is another master, which is her father, Umanu Avia. He does get money when she leaves him, and she goes to get married someone else. Thinkma asks, "Yeah, but Maybe she gets the money when she's mitkadeshet. My answer is Hashta Avia Mekabel Kidushev. Her father has the right to be Mekadesh. I gave this, uh, I gave my daughter to this man. She's going to take the money. Does that make sense? Okay, maybe that's a that's already she's a different person. Maybe she's like a semi-adult. She's an adult in a sense where she's Hayav Mitzvot and she could marry herself off technically, and therefore she could take the money. Maybe maybe only she could be Mekadesh herself, and only he uh, only she could get the money and not her father. 
Amar Kera, that's where the Pasuk comes in, and it says, Bin Oreha Bet Aviha. It says by vows that while she's in Ara, she's still by her father. And the Drasha is that any profit, any gain, any benefit during her Na'arut goes to her father. So the Gemara says, Ve'ela had amarav huna amarav minayin shem ma'aseh habat le'aviyah. We said, how do we know that whatever the daughter makes, or whatever money she makes goes to the father, shenemar v'chim kor ish et bitol le'amah. And that last word, le'amah, sounds a little bit extra. So what do you learn from it? Ma'amah ma'aseh adel le'rabah. The same way a maidservant, whatever she makes goes to her master. Avbat ma'aseh adel le'aviyah. Same thing with the daughter. Anything she makes goes to the father. So, Lamali, why do I need that rasha? Let us learn it from bin like we just said before. So, rather, rather, you have to say that that's going on annulling vows that her father has the right to annul her vows while she's in Na'ara. Na so, let's say, let's learn from there that the same way she's in her father's domain when it comes to annulling vows then anything she makes or the money of recusion should go to her father also we'll answer back we don't learn mamon from isur money is money isur veter is a total different subject so we can't learn from one from the other Okay, then if that's the case, so let's learn from the knas, the fact that the father gets the knas money, the fine money of Oneas uh, and Fateh and again, we'll tell you, we cannot learn money from knas. What the girl, if you work the entire summer as a counselor and she made some money, that money goes to the dad, has nothing to do with the knas money. Okay, but the Onesim Fateh also pays Boshet Upgam, the embarrassment and the depreciation of an Ara. Uh, the same way that goes to the father, maybe also a case of Kedushin should also go to the father. We'll learn that there. And the Gemara would push again, Shani Boshetu Pgam De'avi No, we could say that Boshet and Pgam, that the father also got embarrassed and there was also, he also had a loss because now he can't sell her off as a Betula. Ela, you have to go back to the beginning. Rather, you have to say, then when we're comparing uh, something, we have to compare Yetziat Yetziah. The same way she leaves the master, she leaves the father, and it says no money here, but there is money there. But the Gemara doesn't like that because But you can't compare her leaving the, uh, her master to her leaving her dad. When she leaves the, the master, she completely leaves him. But when she gets engaged over here, she, she still needs to go down the aisle to get to the chupa. Meaning there's still a step two. And she's not completely free. But the Gemara says, Let's take a look at the annulling of vows. She sort of left his domain. Meaning, We learned in the Mishnah that engaged Na'ara, Her husband and father can annul her vows, one or the other. So you see, her father doesn't totally have control over her anymore. And from here, we're going to learn that since there is some sort of uh, comparison, the same way she's, she doesn't belong to her master anymore, and she's not totally by her father anymore, and that's how we're going to learn that her father gets the kesef of her kiddushin. 
Next, we learned that the father also gets shtar ubi'a, that he could marry off his daughter and get the shtar, get the, or send her off to have a bi'ah. Menalan, how do we know that? Amar kira vihayeta le'ishaher, the pasuk says that she should beat another man. Itkush havayot lahadadim, we're comparing all the havayot, all the ways of marriage to one another. Meaning the same way when she's mitkadesh with money, the money goes to her dad, her father also has a right to marry her off by getting a star or to send her off to Bia. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Zakai bimtsi'ata. The father has a right to anything she found. So if she found the watch in the street, it really belongs to the father. And the Gemara explains, Mishum eba. The reason is because we don't want fighting. Meaning the father says, hey, you live in my house. You eat my food, and therefore anything you find or anything you make goes to my pocket. So this is sort of a takarat hachamim, since I don't have to feed you, but I'm feeding you, and I don't have to put a roof over your house, but I'm doing it. So therefore hachamim takana, if this girl found anything on the street, it goes to her dad. Now that's the way Rashi explains it. Tosfot has an interesting twist on that. He explains, what does that mean mishumeva? Because her father also has a right to marry her off to someone who's someone disgusting, someone no good. And therefore, to keep things even, Hachamim said that whatever she finds goes to her father. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.